Shalom Aleichem, good Shabbos. How's it going, my Mishpocha? Everybody, we made it to the end of the week. Let's enjoy some Chochmah. Let's enjoy some meditation. This is awesome. You're going to love what I stumbled across on TikTok here. Enjoy. Let's kick this off with a statement. We are who we needed when we were younger. Never forget that. Now, I really would love to ask a psychologist or something, what about people who freak out, have horrible coping mechanisms, horrible methods of communication, and emotionally abuse and just scream all the time? What about those people? Because that's clearly not who they needed when they were younger. So that I still don't understand like why they do that. Please, message me if you know why people would do such a thing if that's who they needed. Anyways, moving on. There was this meditation. It was so beautiful, so wholesome. And it started off saying that we we're going to travel back to our younger selves. You know, close your eyes. Our younger self looks up to who we are now. And uh, it was just so beautiful. I'll, I'll explain it in further detail. You're sitting in an empty movie theater. There's an iPad on your lap. And that iPod, iPod has an album called Childhood. Click and choose a file. You see many memories and moments from your past. The good ones, the bad ones, even the traumatizing ones. It's okay. Please select any negative moment inside these video files. The video is now being projected on the movie theater screen in front of you. You can see the environment and feel how the air felt in that moment. You're now watching the scenario play out in a place of love. You are full of love as you sit in this negative moment. If you were actually there with yourself in that moment, how would you treat your younger self? What would you tell them? What things would you do? Now picture who you are today with your younger self inside this memory. Time stops around you. It's only you and you. Take their hand, pull them aside and give them a long hug. Give them the love you never received. Tell your younger self that they're strong and everything's going to be okay. They're so happy and proud of who you became. Your younger self forgot all about their problems and is just so happy to see you. And you are so happy to see them. You two have never been disconnected, ever. And now you see a very bright light, so bright you both feel the energy. Someone walks out from that light. It's you, you from the future. They've been waiting for this very moment. The same way your younger self was so happy to see you, you're so happy to see your older self and who you became. It now hits you why your younger self was ecstatic. You all hug together and feel unconditional love. Feel it. Open your eyes. They will always be with you because they are you. And that's the end of that meditation. I think it's so beautiful, this inner child healing, which sounds like such schmageggy, but I'm telling you, you need to forgive to move on. You need to treat yourself with love to move on. If we are not the observer, then why do we punish ourselves and say such horrible things about ourselves? That's because that's our programming. It is not us. You can be the observer. And that pure blissful, actually not even blissful, that's programming. 
the peaceful state will always conquer these negative programs and you're the observer of that and i just love like we we are so sympathetic for past us but present us is not it's it's so intricate and weird and that's why i love that meditation a lot of people think about what do we need to add to our lives to make it better but that might be leading you astray because what if we flip the question and say what are we carrying around with us that doesn't serve us anymore when you realize this when you realize what it is you're carrying around let it go just let it go this is your message to let that shit go that baggage does not serve you anymore there's a concept in maxwell maltz psycho cybernetics called let sleeping dogs lie if you're aiming for a dartboard and keep missing you gotta think why am i missing right you're gonna focus on the misses once you're able to hit the dartboard stop focusing on the misses focus on what got you hitting the board and keep doing that instead of what had you missing the board it doesn't serve you anymore let it go a new state of being creates a new personality a new personality creates a new personal reality this is incredible it's kind of inner world outer world paradoxical thinking i love this that our information our attitude and beliefs inside translate and ripple into outcomes and behavior our state of being just the state of being our attitude right that's what attitude is it will change your personality the definition of personality is the combination of characteristics or qualities that form an individual's distinctive character so literally that avatar like your character right it's an avatar it's a programmed avatar by changing your attitude you will change your characteristics and attributes which changes that personality and that changes your reality anyways another point is you're not responsible for the programming you received when you were a child but you are a hundred percent responsible for your programming now in your life let that sink in take responsibility and accountability for your life now to play devil's advocate aspects of our programming as a kid definitely trickle into adulthood and that affects more programming in your adulthood so they do kind of compound on one another just saying but i do love the concept of taking accountability for your life fun fact your brain perceives time slower when experiencing new things because of the time it takes to process this is why kids feel time drags on while adults do not. It also touches on the oddball effect, which is don't experience new things and life will feel longer. Not only is presence gonna drag time out, but when you go experience new things, you're processing time slower. Life's gonna feel longer. If that's a goal of yours, I don't know. Fun fact. So go experience being a human being. People that don't know how to communicate will always think you're trying to argue. This actually reminds me of a TikTok I saw recently that those those who get offended really easily aren't present, don't know how to communicate. Whereas those who don't take anything personal are a little happier and at peace. Here are some simple stoic lessons. Apparently these are fundamentals in stoicism. 
never compare to others from here on out starting today never compare which i think is impossible but i'll get to that number two is don't suffer imagined troubles if it's not real don't suffer from it three don't tie identity to things (sighs) that's good four don't be overheard complaining five don't talk more than you listen Six, stop judging. You would do the same thing. And this is this is my what I believe. You would do the exact same thing if you had their DNA and their history. Remember that. And then lastly, Stoics believe, stop overindulging in anything. I think those are good. And you can go back and press back and like 15 seconds back on your app to listen to those again. because And I'll break down each one. Okay, if this cut was weird, it's because, fun fact, after I finished this, half the podcast wasn't even recorded. The microphone I have didn't work for half the podcast. Anyways, we're getting back into it, and and this probably doesn't sound weird to you, but for me, this is weird because I'm kind of redoing half the podcast. So anyways, there's this concept of making people dislike you, okay? If you are a people pleaser, this is an excuse to shed the toxic people pleasing, Shed the self-deprecation. Self, uh, shed your self-harming attitude. So make people dislike you. This doesn't mean be a schmendrick. This just means saying no more. And if you have trouble doing that, let this be your message right now to say no more. Folks, never forget this. A bottle of water is 50 cents at the grocery store. At the gym, it's $2. On an airplane, a bottle of water costs $6. Moral of this, know where you are needed. It's the hard truth, but where you're wanted is not the same as where you're needed. Be your own best friend, want yourself, and go to where you're needed so you can serve, okay? Service leads to fulfillment. Duty is joy. We naturally give. We're givers. Organically, humans give. We give life. It is natural and organic to us, so go serve and go where you are needed. Folks, have a healthy relationship with food. Drinking alcohol and eating sucrose full processed shit. This is not a mutually giving relationship to the body. This actually sounds like an abusive one. So what if we started to call foods abusive (laughs) instead of treats or snacks? You know, would we go back to those foods? No. We should be eating to feel good. Think clearly. Okay, you can pay a quick visit to these abusive foods, just a, a quick visit. No different than someone who's abusive you might go and bump into and that's it. But you're not going to spend a lot of time with them. Don't spend a lot of time with these abusive foods. Go back so you have a reminder as to why you don't eat these foods. If we called them abusive foods, people wouldn't choose them as much and that's a fact. Alright, well, that'll be it. I'm going to finish on that note because there's a lot of chokhmah and awesome things that I'll jump into next time. Thanks for listening. Take care, everybody. Peace.